it doesn't have to be a relationship. It could just be a deal, right? But either way, I am qualifying you. I'm qualifying the area. I'm qualifying the establishment overall. And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shands. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast. Uh, the number one black entrepreneurship podcast in the world. Okay. Oh, on that call, you said I was the number one entrepreneurship podcast. Dang. It was cap, but I didn't want to stop you. <laughs> but we are a, a, 100% the number one black. Black. But like top I, seven overall. Overall. We're on our way to I couldn't one. stop you. You were on a roll. I was on a roll. I was on she, a roll. I was like, dang, she lying to people. And in the chat, <laughs> they was like, yo, congratulations on number one. And I was like, ah, not, For real? not technically. Not yet. Number, <laughs> number one, I did omit the word black because, I mean, we're just number one. That's a fact. You, you know what I was thinking about this morning? I was thinking about um, one of the posts that I was going to make today. Dang, I forgot to write my post. Uh, having number one energy, like the reason that some people will never be number one is because they just don't have number one energy. Mm, what is number one energy? So, for example, um, we've been saying since, I think, the first time we charted on any of the charts for mm. the podcast, like, we just got to be number one. Yeah. Number one, number one. Like, we see all these other numbers, in fact, don't even really speak about them anymore because right. what's the number now? Now that we know that we're qualified to chart. For sure. What's the number if it's not number one? Um, and I think number one energy is number one energy applies in relationships, in business, in sports, in mm. everything. Like, think about like your Muhammad Ali's and your Floyd Mayweather's, the other boxing guy, I forget his name. He came after Floyd Mayweather. Mike um, Tyson? Think about Mike Tyson, but no, after Muhammad Ali. Anyway, think about all these people. <laughs> you're like one of those girls that try to learn boxing because you know your man like boxing. Then you just you don't really know what you're talking about. Think about the Beyonces, mm. the Jay Zs. Think about the Lil Wayne's. Mm. Like the people who are goats, they all have a similar energy. Like I know I'm that deal. Um, you think it could be borderline arrogance? I guess it is a little bit of arrogance, or or or. Confidence, maybe. Confidence, for sure. I believe that... So, I believe that it's a little bit of confidence. I believe that in certain environments, it can be perceived as arrogance. But if you are not talking yourself up and claiming that mm. you are that deal, what are you waiting for the world to do it? That's a fact. Oh, and I... Okay, I got a real live testimonial about that. Okay. So, one day... So, I think... Um, uh, uh, they were calling, they was calling Joe Button the podfather, right? Like, he's the one, real, like, he made this episode where he's talking about the deal with Spotify and all that kind of stuff. And that was, that made me just fall in love with Joe Button. He's my favorite person. I don't care what other people be talking about. I, I rock with Joe Button. Okay. So, what about you? Yeah. All right. So, I don't have any feelings one way or the other about Oh, yeah, Joe okay. Button. Yeah, nah, that, he is just the man. He's talented. He's the GOAT. So... I'm like, that's that's really dope. And like, I'm teaching entrepreneurship and I'm taking the mantle of teaching entrepreneurship. It's my thing. And um, I put in my, in my description, Podcast King. 
or King of Podcasts. What is Podcast it? Podcast King. Podcast King. Mm-hmm. I put it, you know, I didn't know, somebody sent me something and that, like their name that they created showed up, but it wasn't their ad name. Right. So it's like whatever your title is, right? Yep. So I put Podcast King. When I put it, I'm like, dang, somebody might check me and say, yo, you don't have the biggest podcast in the world. You're not technically the king of podcasting. But I put it in there. Mm-hmm. And what was, what was crazy is everybody kept calling me it. Mm-hmm. it like right now, people are like, yo, podcast king, what up? I'm yeah. like, yo, what up? And I start feeling like it. And it's making me uh, go even deeper into the space. Mm-hmm. outside of just the name. So it's like, I guess I just, like, number one energy. Like, yes. I'm the owner of this space. Yes. And because I said it, people, other people started saying it, and then it makes me walk it now. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. now I have to live up to the thing that we talking about. Yeah. So, yeah, you are absolutely number one energy. Number one energy. Number and it's the same one energy. thing. Like, you, you've always referenced me um, as the best business coach in the world, like Facts. the best, and other people. But that's true. Yeah, I mean, that's really true. Well, I don't know about in the world, but it's true in my world, right? I'm the best business coach in my world. But because now people start to say, "Well, I want to work with the best business coach in the world," and yeah. it's Donnie, and it's not Donnie. I heard you're the best business coach in the world. Like you're coaching all these great entrepreneurs. Blah 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 blah. Now, I have always said, before that, I used to say, I'm the coach's coach. Like, I'm your coach's coach. That was my energy because I train and develop coaches. I'm your coach's coach. When you walk around with that energy and other people start to ignite, now you're saying I'm the best business coach. And then now because we're on the podcast, all these other people are hearing it and we're going to these big rooms with these big tables and big people who are sitting at these tables are now calling me the best business coach in the world. Mm. Let's run it. I like that. You, it's, there's nobody. Who are you to tell me that you're qualifying me to be your business coach? Have you not heard? <laughs> I'm the best business coach yeah. in the world. <laughs> have you? Have you not heard? But yeah, that's the energy that you have to um, that you have to run with, and it happens in every stage. When you're thinking about this, happens maybe more for women than it does for men. Some men too. Um, when you're in these relationships and you're dealing with a man that. Um, that is a ladies' man. You got all these women who are vying for that number one position, and then you got that one who's like, "I'm number one." Yeah. Now I don't, I don't, I don't support that main energy. I mean, that main chick energy. Mm-hmm. I've just never been like main chick. I'm the only mm-hmm. right. Um, however, that energy is displayed there. You think about the most arrogant football player from high school and the ones in college, the ones who are always, you know. Uh, the ones who are always being talked about because their attitude is just so cocky and arrogant, yeah. but they're champions. Yeah. They're champions. But, you know, sometimes that can get away from you and it will cause you to not keep growing in the space. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, once you once you feel like you're that deal, it's almost like the Allen Iverson effect where, yo, I'm Allen Iverson. Why are we talking about practice? Mm. I don't, I, no, y'all need, y'all need to practice. Y'all need to practice, I'm okay? I'm from the other <laughs> side. <laughs> like, come on, go, go to practice. Like, y'all, why are y'all talking to me crazy about practice? I, I'm Allen the Iverson. And then he gets fired. Then he gets fired and we can see the decline and maybe there's, there's some other factors in there, but um, I think being the best has its pressures. It absolutely it has, has its, its roles, like, you, 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 can, you can relax. But do you think that 
being the best has pressure because you are really the best. Like, think about Michael Jordan and Kobe mm. Bryant and all the slack that you mm. get. Like, Kobe was a really nice guy. Like, mm. he was really heart from the heart. Um, Michael Jordan, I thought, was a really nice guy. I've heard differently, you know, in later years, mm. but I've always known him to be, like, a nice right. guy. Um, don't you have to have... Do you think that some of the pressure and some of the arrogance is because you're constantly trying to or you're constantly having to defend yourself against all these people who are upset that it's you that's number one? Well, I think it's the expectations that people now have of you. Mm. So, okay, here's this is a real life example. I do deal with pressure. It's not that bad because I'm kind of confident in who I am. But when people come on to the podcast, they're expecting the best interview they've ever had in their life. Yeah. So I have to provide that, mm-hmm. right? So there is a certain level of pressure of, are they going to get what they expected all these other episodes? You feel me? Yeah. So like, if we, we say we're going we're gonna to do our live events, right? And... Um, <clears throat> people that before the event, like when we go to like Houston or we went to those other cities, before we go to the event, they're like, yo, I love the podcast. I can't believe I'm here and I see it live. I know there's pressure on me and I'm not sure if you experience this, like, yo, this has to be like as good as what they expected. They think it's going to be based on being at home. Yeah, I agree. Being in those rooms with people who are celebrating and you see all this energy from people on social media, excited yeah. to be there before you even... It's yeah. like the 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 prelude before the main deal. Yeah. We better show up and For show out. Show. Like when you're... When, when you take the posture of being the best at something or the number one at something, it's really, really difficult. People are not forgiving when you have a bad day or a bad moment. 100%. Mm-hmm. It's like that college phenom that goes to the league. They're like, yo, this is the one. You went number one in the draft. Ooh. Pressure. Yes. Yes. I want to switch gears for just a second. Talk to because me. Because we, we were having a conversation earlier. Um, well, not earlier. I think it was yesterday, day before. And we were talking about... Not about the tricky tickets. Right? This is not a tricky plug conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, go for it. Go but if it. you've ever had a tricky plug, okay. <laughs> let's, let's move along. So without giving too much detail, um, we are now, we, we talk a lot about other opportunities where we can invest mm-hmm. and grow money. And the conversations are just different. Like we were just in a mastermind, was it last week or earlier this week, um, where we were talking about Investing in the oil industry. Oh, yeah. Uh, this last Sunday, was it? Yeah, Sunday. Sunday a but not e- so a couple of things, but did you ever think, have you ever imagined in your life that you'd be sitting at a table or standing in a room talking about investing in oil wells or in, uh, what? Well, it wasn't yeah. wells, it was... Um, no, nah, it was wells. It was like, so he was explaining how the person owns the land that has the oil or gas mm-hmm. under it. And then there's wells that pump it. And then there's commission there's fees. There's word that he used. Um, royalties. 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 Not yeah. commissions. Royalties. Mm-hmm. Royalties. Let me, let, me, let me adopt the language. Yeah. Get, get, get the right language. Like, literally, I was blown away in that moment when I, but we were talking about it so casually. And then to see that you actually 
qualified to invest. Like, oh, we can? Yeah, we, yeah. We can do this? Yeah. When you start, when you start growing in mindset and in money status and income, to me, it's like a constant learning cycle. Like, there are people who will be around just us sometimes, right? That feel... Like, man, based on Donnie and David, I got so much to learn. Like, I still feel here and they're up here. But being in that conversation, it was like, I was feeling like here. And this guy who's talking is like up here. And then we had another conversation about like a hedge fund opportunity and all this stuff. And I'm like, here I go right back here again. (laughs) Here I go right back way down here. And it's just interesting. Like, I think at some point, while there are other people who feel like, they're the best and they're the number one. As you continue to grow and as you continue to get exposed and more, you you will at some point not be number one in something. Thanks. Be back down here. What, what are the things that you're doing right now um, based on what you've learned with your money? Like, what are your primary investments that you're looking to get into? And you don't uh, have to be specific yeah, about, sure, you know. Yeah, for sure, for um, sure. For one, just so that everybody is aware there are certain income opportunities that you don't even know exists, but it almost feels too good to be true. Mm-hmm. It really, you have to, you have to be able to, for one, like I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm encouraging people. That's why they say like the rich get richer because there's opportunities up here that some people have no idea. They, they're not even... They're not even thinking it's possible. And if I tried to explain it to you, you would say, yo, that's a scam. So I think the first thing you got to do is be connected to some people who are kind of just higher on another level. So before we got here today, me and Joe was talking, and I'm like, yo, I'm about to share this opportunity with you. Like, we're, I'm going to get you in pretty much. Right, Joe? Right? And he wouldn't even, and I didn't even, like, give him the number. Yeah, let me show you. Let me show you that. What was the number I gave you yesterday? It was don't say the first number. You mean the number that it's at today? Yeah, that that was yesterday. yesterday. Like five hundred and eleven thousand. No, why did you say that? Like, (laughs) no, I just said don't say the whole number. God, (laughs) so okay, five hundred eleven thousand coins. They're like, they're like, um, like penny stocks. USD. Okay. So today. Wow. And we're just getting started. That was last night. Every day. The and coins go up. It's like penny, penny stocks. So it's not $5,000. It's like, anyway. So, <laughs> you know, she, she trying to get me robbed out here. Golly. Um, but I, I wouldn't know about this investment opportunity if it wasn't for somebody else that's just on a higher level being connected and then you just start asking questions then it wasn't like somebody came to me like hey you know what you can you can do you can invest in this it's like yo what y'all doing with y'all money mm. that was a question yeah what y'all doing with y'all? I, I told alex actually alex good energy i'm like what you be doing with your money which i think is an offensive question sometimes but i don't care i want to know i want to know right so what you just Put said like yo what what are you doing with your money so yeah. Um, the objective is to, uh, get rid of, I think it's a mindset change, right? Because first it's the accumulation of cash. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. I want to see it in my account, right? Joe was just talking about the amount of money in his account. He's like, I keep it here. Yeah, I don't, where I don't you keep it, Joe? Get. Where you keep don't, it? You don't I want to know where you keep business. it. Just show me with your hands. Unless you... I keep it in the bank. He keeps it in the bank. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, like, mindset shifts. Like, I want to have this amount of money in the bank. But then you start getting around other conversations and you're like, no, no, I don't want to have that much money in the bank. Check this out. Um, I was talking to uh, Myron. Well, I wasn't talking to him, but he was like talking in front of the room. He was like, man, somebody that was talking about they had like $400,000 in the bank. He's like, are you crazy? Why would you have $400,000 in the bank? Does that make sense why you shouldn't have $400,000 in the bank? He said, when you walk into the bank, it says it on the door. Mm-hmm. Your money is insured up to $250,000. Meaning, if, if something happens, you have $400,000 in the bank, but you're only insured or covered up to $250,000. What he said was, he said, if you have a hundred thousand dollar, if you have a hundred thousand dollar car, would you put ten thousand dollar insurance on it? Of course not, because it's not covered. Like ninety thousand is just something happens, it's just out the window. Yeah. So the objective is to not hang on to cash and put it into investments. And every chance I get, I, I'm, I'm always asking, you know, somebody I saw the Fitch yesterday. I said, bro, what you investing in? What's the new coins? What are we doing on crypto? And he sent me a whole list. And some of the lists aren't on Coinbase, so I got to get those other uh, joints. But I'm trying to get more, more of the story. I'm trying to get as much money out of the bank and into um, assets, whether it's property or, you know, something like that. So be more specific. Like, at this time, what are you doing with your money? Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> Yo, David, I'm, what you be doing with your money? One, I'm investing heavily in masterminds. I'm always looking for another room to get in that has a high requirement. Um, I'm currently looking for a, um, I'm currently looking for a, an event space in Atlanta. We're building a, a podcasting studio, but I want just an event space stage, like, like while and out mm-hmm. stage audience. That's, I want one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Nehemiah, we, uh, we were actually here yesterday. We were doing like a, a Q and A mm-hmm. and, you know, Brothers came up, said, yo, we got this particular business and we want to, you know, we're looking for investors. We like, say less. It was a dope business. They sold, I think, like 15,000 pieces of their product already. Mm-hmm. So after the pod, we went into that room and we talked about it. They was like, yo, this is what we need. Me and Neil looking at each other like, yo, this is a dope business. So actually today, I think we're going to get together. He's supposed to like, we're supposed to set up a lunch, get together. We're going to propose something to him and mm-hmm. we're going to invest um, X amount of dollars into that business. Um, so I'm, I'm always looking for opportunities to get rid of my cash into mm-hmm. something that's going to grow it. You invest in real estate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You invest in the stock market. Yeah. This is what people want to hear, David. Crypto. Yeah, Crypto. I know. I'm, I'm saying, yeah. Don't be scared. Nobody nobody can take your your crypto from yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> no, I try to, um, I mean, crypto you know, coins. You never know. But I, I'm learning even that, like, you can't share too much. Because okay. you start looking like a target. So, you know what? I was thinking about this. So, I really want a Rolls Royce. Um, I want a Rolls Royce or I want a Maybach truck, right? It's actually pronounced Maybach. I know it's Maybach, but for you me, it's know. Maybach. Let me get it. Okay? Let me get I want a Maybach truck. 
I know what you're thinking. How the heck do you make money from a podcast? Is David just doing this podcast because he likes it or there's a heavily monetized strategy attached to it? Well, it's both. I really love talking and interviewing people and getting free game from really successful people. But also, um, this is a seven-figure podcast. I'm telling you right now, there's so much money in podcasting and we're early in the space. I really feel like it's 2009 and I'm telling you to buy Bitcoin. I'm right now telling you to start podcasting because in five, 10 years, it's skyrocketing. Those are the names that are going to be the ones who have the voices in our world, the ones that start a podcast right now, okay? So I put together everything I know about podcasting in an easily digestible program, okay? So go to podcastersblueprint.com and you know I got to give you all some love, okay? Enter code SOCIALPROOF. I'm taking 20% off so you can get your voice heard, all right? So this podcast that you're loving and enjoying, there's other people that's going to love and enjoy yours too, okay? Podcastersblueprint.com. Let's get back to the episode. Or Rolls Royce. But I have been seeing specifically in Atlanta where women in these nice cars are targets. First of all, that was nasty. What was nasty? You spit back into it, Shan. No, I did. Yes, you did. You no, absolutely it's, it's did. It's a ginger you shot. Did. It's really spicy. If you don't throw that shot back, did I, did I spit back it into back. it? Throw I don't it know back. what you did, mm, but you've been back. trying on, to Shan, take that shot for the past like, First shot. off, Joe, don't ever tell me to throw it back. You need to calm down. You <laughs> <laughs> Children watch this show, bro. You're bugging. Come on, let's get uh, it. No. Real all right, quick. keep going. Keep going. Just, I want to see you do this first. We're on pause until you take the shot. Drink I don't know if it's good. Thing. Is it good? It is. It might be expired. amazing. It's not okay, expired. Go ahead. Continue. Anyway, so I want another vehicle, but at the same time. Hey, Beasley. What's up, man? Hey, hey, hey. He came with a notebook. I don't know why. Every time I see him, I think he's bringing food. You know what I mean? Every time I see him, I, I definitely think thought that was a handle a, to a bag right there. <laughs> come with a meal. Yo, first off, Beasley, sir. Yo, come to the mic real quick, Beasley. Um, forget what Donnie's talking about. Now, remember what you're talking about. Remember what you're talking about. Terrible. I just want to um, just show some love on the pie. We got another kid. Oh, the camera's not set up. What's up with Joe? Joe, you got two functions. He set up the mic. Is the mic but on? Not the camera. All right. All right. So, Beasley, what's up, man? Joe's going to get it. Good morning, uh, good morning. How you been, man? I'm good. I'm good. Me and the wife just came from working out. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, we had a business meeting at the gym. She yeah, you literally lost, you lost a lot of weight, yeah, bro. We're trying to get that. Yeah. Yo, how come... The more money you get, the better you start doing in life. You know, your marriage get good. You know what I'm saying? His, his wife is his business partner now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dropping yeah. house in the gym. Yeah, he got on an outfit. He got on an outfit New that looked like he was going outside, but he coming from the gym. <laughs> yeah, baby, baby, listen, we was in there this morning. Did our Zumba? Like we was getting in. I see you out um, here, man. Yeah, How you been? Wife. Be good. Good, good, good. good. Uh, good. Things getting better. Yeah. Had a rough month and everything. Yeah, um, yeah, appreciate you guys. Love and support you guys giving me. But uh, we've been good. We're good. Absolutely. Like my wife, we've been, um, she listened to the last episode about the um, the business meeting with mm. the, the couples. Yeah. yeah. We had the same thing with Jeremy. We talked, yeah. A word. Me and you same, bro. We, I do that same thing. I'm going to be talking to my wife for a couple of days. So, oh, bro. Yeah, Jeremy gave me that judgment look, too. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> you feel all judgment, yes, bro. Yes, yes. But, uh, man, we just been connecting with my wife, communicating a lot, just thugging it out. Have fun good. together. Like I say, we just us. Second day this week, we worked out. Mm. Uh, something new for us. Diving into the business and everything. She's doing her thing. Supportive. It's just, it is, it's good, good vibes. Super proud of you, man. family. Beasley yeah. turned up yeah, as, as a personal chef slash caterer. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Every time I'm on Instagram now, yeah. you're yes. doing yes. an event. Yes. What, what has changed, man? What turned, what turned um, you up like this, man? Be honest with you. Y'all, to be honest. 
seriously, you guys mm-hmm. have really been very impactful to me as a wow. growth, as not only a businessman, but just as a man in general. Yeah. I talk to Jovan a lot. Uh, Trey, my coach, me and her talk a lot. Talk to you. So just overall, just you guys' energy, what you do for everybody has been very impactful for me. Yeah. So a lot of growth come from that. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited, happy. Um, like I said, my wife, that's my dog right there. Like yeah. me and her be, we just be making things happen. She excited about the business. We got a new spot we got to talk about. I just Ooh, did a pop-up restaurant. Yes. Mm. A building? Oh. Yes, a building. Um, I moved to Union City. Okay. So, lady, she had the donut shop out there. And mm. she she said, Chef, I need you to take over this. So, really? Yes. I did a pop-up shop this past Sunday. Uh-huh. Uh, my goal was to do 40. I did 30. Okay. And uh, people loved it. They loved the spot. You're going to do 40 what? Uh, 40 orders. Okay. Good. I want to do 40 orders just to, just to feel the uh, the vibe of the place, see what type of audience coming there. Like I said, it's Union City, uh, past the airport a little bit, so you got a lot of mixed crowds. So I did a little pop-up brunch just to see who would come in, nice crowd, people ordered. I was like, okay. So who owns the building? Uh, she does. She owns the building? Yes, but she just can't, since COVID, can't keep staff. Mm. She's literally working like 12, 13 hours a day. She Is she selling the building? Um, I have the X on it, but uh, she really wants... Because she does brunch, but mm-hmm. she can't do it all. So right now, she wants you to lease the building. Yes. Okay. Or she wants to partner with you on your on the business. Yes. Because my new concept that I was going to launch in January, it was going to be a, a brunch spot with a bakery. Hold on real so. quick. Yes, <laughs> she wants you to lease the building. Or yes, she wants to partner with you on the business. I think it's both. Because she's, uh, she's tired. I can tell. She is tired. <laughs> Um, and, uh, hold on, hold on. Did but, you say yes yet? I haven't. We, we okay. actually having a meeting today. Okay. Wait, wait, Tonight wait. at 8 o'clock. Basically, listen, you make no decisions until you talk to us. Okay? okay. Not that I, I need to be a part of your business, but... <laughs> we need to be a part. Yes. Don't let her... Don't let her have you pay for the building and she gets a piece of the business in the building. Gotcha. Right. Not both. It's gotcha. either or. Either Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? But yeah. Well, and then there's even more to look at than that. Um... It's, it's really difficult to be a person it, who is struggling in business who now wants to come and partner with you at the height of your business. Yeah. Right? And it sounds like <clears throat> opportunity because mm-hmm. if she's tired and over it, and I don't, want, I don't want you to, I don't, it's not like about getting over, but it's a distressed situation. It's like in yeah. wholesaling, right? Yeah, Yo. she's tired. Like her mom was there on the register. It sounds like a buyout. So if yeah, your vision like was to start a, a restaurant and bakery. Well, she's got the bakery that's yes. not doing so well and she's tired. Um, maybe it's a buyout, so to speak, and you make it an attractive offer for her and give her the rest that she's <clears throat> looking for, right? Yes. Um, but I don't know. <sighs> Partnerships are very, very tricky and they should be based on a whole lot more than, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're meeting tonight. We're going to talk about it. Um, like she said, she loved everything we did with the brunch. The crowd was coming in there. Um, I was watching her make the donuts because I never made donuts before. And I'm watching the, the icing machine. Like, mm. I'm amazed at how this lady is making donuts, coming over here doing brunch. I'm just like, wow. That's awesome. I can tell she's tired, too. Like I said, wow. she had her mom in there on the register. Yeah, I get she it. Can't mm. keep the staff. Let, let her, so, how old is she? Uh, I think she might be between 40 and 45. Okay, gotcha. So, oh, she's tired. Yeah, she she yeah. still got some juice. Yeah, she has. She got some juice. And, and, you know, on the flip side, it doesn't have to be an all-bad deal and opportunistic on her side. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, you might be the, the revitalization that, you, you know, it might be a good idea. So I'd be mm-hmm. looking at, like, 
however long the bakery has been there. I'd be looking at their last maybe 75% of the time they've been doing business, looking at what those numbers were. If she had something there and she just fell off because she couldn't get staff, that's easy to do. You don't don't have staff, you don't have help, you're overwhelmed, customers are fickle, now we're dealing with COVID. Like where she is right now could be just a a mental health thing and maybe that partnership could be unique. But um, for both of you, right? I have a proposal if it makes sense, okay? okay. I still have to see. There's a lot of unfed. It, it just seems like, because I believe in you, mm-hmm. but just let her know. Yeah, I've been trying to take you to lunch for the last couple of weeks, so. I know. Well, today might be the day. <laughs> this man. What time y'all supposed to leave? Uh, what time y'all supposed to get together? Oh, uh, we're not meeting since uh, 8 o'clock tonight. Okay. And everything. But uh, yeah, man, like I said, in that area, it's a lot of commercial stuff. People want that from scratch cooking. It's like, gosh, gotcha. hop in the Crackle Barrel. Mm. And they're not getting that good food. So when they came yeah. in, I was talking to everybody. Yeah, you know what me, I mean? Yeah, just, hey, man, just, so, let, let, just yeah. let me know the details. Let <laughs> her know she she has uh, interested investors that might want to buy the building. Okay. okay. I'll be able to get Beasley free lane, free reign to do what he want. Y'all might be able to partner. I don't know. But that would give her an influx of cash. I don't know if she owns the building outright. But we'll talk about it. Yeah, Is we'll she in a standalone building? Uh, no, it has... Um, She's in the shopping center? Yeah. It has like a, a bar next to it. It has a huge outdoor she patio. own that space? I'm not or is she sure leasing the, the bar? Let's so text her. What's so, up? What we so why can't we just find another building, a restaurant? Yeah. Let's it's just do so it. crazy. So, Let's yeah. do it. So um, an old friend of mine um, owns... Appreciate y'all, man. You're very yeah, welcome. An old friend of mine... Hold on, what's your, what's your Instagram, Bees? You all can follow me at I am Chef Beasley. I got the Chef. website up now, BeasleyFoods.com. Hey, so, listen, man, when we get this, this event space, he's going to have his own cooking show. Yes. And listen. We gonna, yeah, that's so. how the rest, hey, listen, that's how the uh, donut shop is. It's massive. You got two fireplaces. I was telling Jovan about it. It's, it's nice. It's nice. Gotcha. Okay. So, we're looking right, to it. Right, Appreciate right. it. I have a friend who owns. Hold on. Um, will we partner on that situation? We could, for okay. sure. I mean, we got the numbers got to be. If it works, if it works, it works. Yeah. All right, look, I know you're enjoying the episode, but I got to tell you, finally, you asked for it. And we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, the how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So it's about that time. We put together a Patreon. We put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So even this podcast we're listening to right now, there needs to be conversation. I want to hear what you got. I want to hear what you got. Like, let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're a like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect, connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships. Okay. So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. Um, the support is, um, the support is appreciated. Okay. Thank you so much. Now back to the episode. I have a friend, uh, one of my old friends um, that I lost contact with for the last several years. Anyway, he owns the Ultimate on Camp Creek restaurant, mm-hmm. bar, blah, 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 blah. And I believe- That's he, still open? They're still open. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. And then uh, I, I, there was this, there used to be this burger spot on Peachtree Street. It was Al's Butter Burger. It's not there anymore. And this used to be like my favorite burger spot, right? So I'm driving by a couple of weeks ago and I see that it's like a soul food restaurant now. And so I end up stopping there and I'm ordering all the food because everything just looks amazing. I want all the food, right? Let me get the the rib tips, the fried fish, everything. And guess who comes? I I have never dieted. Thank you very much. I almost fell out of the chair. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's time. I'm just like, go ahead, go ahead. I'm just like, go ahead, go ahead. Guess who comes out of the back? Jay-Z. 
the owner of The Ultimate. His name is Al. Oh, gotcha. And I'm like, yo, this your spot? He's like, yeah, this is my spot. I have 15 of these coming in the next couple of months all over the city. What? What? <laughs> what? Yeah, I was like, oh my yeah, God, I didn't realize this was your spot. Um, this used to be my favorite burger place. He's like, yeah, that was my spot too. Big Al's Butter Burger. What's happening right now? Yo, all I know but he is... he changed the concept. He changed the concept. Mm. He changed the concept because just burgers wasn't lucrative enough for him. People wanted a variety right. menu. And I was in there for about 45 minutes. And as I drive by now, since then, it's like always packed, always packed, always packed. And I've always wanted to own a restaurant. However, you hear the up and down about the restaurant yeah. industry. Like, yeah. you don't want to own a restaurant. It's fickle, it's fickle. Well, when we went out the other night, we are in a restaurant that's a Black-owned establishment that's pretty much set up to be a takeout-only concept. We waited like an hour yes. plus for our food at 3 o'clock in the morning. Us <laughs> along with everybody else and had no problem. Yo, Everybody's just... <laughs> everybody's, there were no issues. Um, and everybody's just hungry and waiting for their food. We were coming from a concert, people, not, you know, just, it was a bunch of people. Um, and then comes in another restaurantpreneur who owns a very successful chain of restaurants as well. Shouts out to Ash with uh, um, Spice House. Spice, Spice House. House in Atlanta. Yep, Spice House. And, Cash, um, I'm sorry. I said Cash. Cash, you said Ash. Cash. Are you going to his event tomorrow? Who's it? Oh. Maybe. Okay, let me I'm gonna try. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna try. <laughs> I gotta go to my church from like seven thirty to like eight thirty, and I'm yes. Yeah, so I'm gonna come after. Yeah, you can come after. Yeah. So I keep seeing in 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 Jamaica there was this jerk chicken restaurant with this jerk chicken sauce and it's like no other. And we went to a couple of jerk chicken places in Jamaica. So it's not just like Jamaica has the best this spot specifically. So I got the owner's information because. I would love to franchise something like that in the United States. I just want to franchise what works or build what works. Like, I'm not partial to the type of cuisine or anything like that. Let's just make it make sense. So I say that to say <clears throat> it may be in the stars for this to all align and work out. Yo, so we've been, uh, we've been like going back and forth looking for like real estate plays and stuff like that. And none of us know a whole lot about real estate. <clears throat> you know what I mean? I mean... At the end of the day, I was talking to Kenny. I'm like, yo, he was looking at a deal. I'm like, yo, it's a good deal. He's like, I don't know, man. That's my guy. I'm like, yo, this ain't, <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> One thing we do know is how to create a vibe. Mm -hmm. So maybe we need to try to find a failing restaurant. I think David and Donnie's would be a dope. Let's get it. I already have a concept for it. What's the concept? We're not going to say it here. Just share it. We're not going to say it here. What kind of food? It doesn't matter. Tapas mainly, but it doesn't matter. What tapas? Ain't that Indian? I'm out of here. I'm embarrassed. What? I'm embarrassed. Tapas is like little Indian joints, <laughs> no? Like the little, the little, little, uh, little, little. Maybe I'm using the wrong word. Just stop. Just stop. Indian inspired? No. Oh, or maybe I just went to an Indian spot. And Yo, had you literally had tapas at the Cheesecake Factory. Tapas ain't at the cheesecake fit. The little, the little, the little plates. <laughs> Small plates. Here we go. <laughs> so it doesn't matter what type of food it is. Tapas is little mm -hmm. plates. Mm -hmm. Did you know that, Beasley? Oh. 
He's a whole thing. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, so little little. You joints. would expect anybody that has experience in the restaurant industry to know what we a never use the word tapas. We just use. They're actually on the menu called small plates. So the 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 concept is small plates. Yeah, that's that's how I have it um, in my mind. I think I have it detailed in my phone too. There are a lot of failing restaurants too. And the fail isn't always that the food isn't good or that the business isn't run properly. Sometimes they just don't know how to create a vibe and get people in the building. So I think we, what I was thinking is I don't want to do like a fine dining type joint. Beasley, come up a little bit, man. I'd like to, I'd like to see you, brother. Um, maybe not a fine dining, only because if the chef, I was talking to J13 and we were having this conversation. And he was saying that, um, you know, he was at this one restaurant because he managed it. What are you doing? I was looking for my concept, okay? But oh, I so found... you, oh, it wasn't a secret. You just didn't remember your concept. No, 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 no. It is a secret. I mean, it's not a secret. <clears throat> it's going to be very known to everybody when it happens. Yes. Okay. Anyway, <clears throat> so my man, Jeff. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash socialproof. That's NetSuite.com slash socialproof. NetSuite.com slash socialproof. He's, he's been managing restaurants and bars forever. And he said, yeah, man, we had this one restaurant and the chef just left, got tired and got <laughs> and left. That's scary to me because if the chef doesn't have a system in place, you just close that day until you find somebody that's a chef or that's a chef that can cook. So Beasley would have to be a really, really good chef. Like, say I'm going to invest in it. I'm like, all right, Beasley, you're an amazing chef. You have good food. But we need all them ingredients and all them steps. Yeah, I was going to say, you have to... The relationships in that instance are different. So are you an entrepreneur? Are you a restaurant owner who's hiring a chef? Or are you a chef seeking investors? Those are different relationships. Yes. No, I'm just saying that's why I'm afraid. Because yeah, no, 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 no. if we have a business and let's just say, I don't... So I'm buying only recipes. In the room. Like, I am... In, in my mind, I am buying recipes because the chef could die, could get sick, could retire, whatever. Buying, 
Beasley, come on. Let's I go. want ownership of the Can you bring up that recipe too for him, please? So I, I want to know how you feel, like, feel about that. He creates a recipe. Mm-hmm. And you say, okay, we're going to partner, but I need to buy that recipe. I, or we have equal ownership of the recipe. So that means that if you leave Beasley, we can still serve those same dishes. But if you go somewhere else, you can serve them too. And then you create like a non-compete clause where you just can't serve those same recipes on this side of town within a certain, you know, number of miles or whatever. Yeah, that actually happened to me before, maybe three years ago. <clears throat> um, opened up a restaurant in College Park on Main Street. Ain't gonna say the name. But... Um, you opened yeah, up a restaurant? No, no, I was working with... Uh, Celebrity chef. Gotcha. He opened a restaurant mm-hmm. on Main Street. And, um, you know, not knowing how everything worked, he let me create whatever I wanted. And uh, when I left, they were still using everything I created. And my yeah. wife was like, they don't supposed to be doing it. Like, well, they oh. are because it's a terrible business concept to build an entire model around we sell red velvet pancakes and waffles. Mm. And just because the chef leaves, we no longer sell red velvet pancakes and waffles. We do. Now, the bad part was that... Yo, listen, y'all know I am really, really big on investing in myself. I've been investing in myself all year and it just seems like the more I invest in myself, the more money I make. No cap. One of the best investments I've made, though, was joining Nehemiah Davis's Inner Circle Mastermind Group, okay? In that group, there's so many other people who have been who have built businesses outside of the group, that when you get in this room, it's all high-level individuals. But you leave with a network, you understand in this group, marketing, digital marketing. But he's doing a five-day challenge. Five-day challenge on how to build a digital business online. Now, I paid $40,000 to be in this group, but he's doing his five-day challenge for freaking pennies. But go to thedigitalbusinesschallenge.com. What you're going to walk away with is the whole system on how he's building an eight-figure empire online, okay? So so thedigitalbusinesschallenge.com. See you in a minute. Whatever, and and that just is, you just, it's a good business deal if you agree to it in the beginning. As long as at the end of the day, nobody feels robbed and ripped off, like, it's good if you have this all laid out up front. And that's why it's so important, especially for everybody who is gifted in a skill. You have to learn the business of what it takes to make money from that skill and to partner with other people in that skill. Just like we're talking about podcasting and you're teaching people about podcasting and I'm teaching people about coaching. It's not just about the skill. It's not just about the cameras. It's not just about what software I use. It's not just about your recipe. What are the business concepts behind this that I need to understand? How am I, how am I protecting myself legally? Because what you could have said was that um, if your partner, so me and Dave have a restaurant, we're looking for a chef. We could either look for a chef for hire that we pay them a salary and hey, these recipes are ours. We can already have some recipes, my mama recipes, your great grandma recipes and look for a chef who can pull these off. Or we can look for a chef like yourself who already has some Um, recipes. And you could come and say, listen, you want my recipes. I am happy to do this for this salary. In the event that the relationship ends, I will allow you to continue to license my recipes, meaning fully use them for your business for X amount of percentage of revenue each month. My wife was just talking about that, getting all the recipes trademarked. Copyrighted because um yeah I've been to that restaurant and I know some people that still work there they was like man we still selling that dish you made when you so how do you feel about that um part of me feels good that I curated something that this top tier chef he has a lot of restaurants he's actually my mentor now but um 
that something I created is still in their restaurants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though I didn't know the business side then, but I curated that and people are still, it's one of the top sellers. So I'm just like, if I did that for their restaurant, that's what I can do for my own. And basically, I, mean? I really want you to think about it as a concept, like thinking about signature recipes, right? That this taste is exclusive to something that comes out of your kitchen. And licensing these recipes or I think you have to copyright the ingredients and then maybe you have to get a patent on it. I don't know what you have to do for a recipe, but protecting it legally and then licensing it out, that's how you make money in your sleep, Yeah. right? Because what happens if you break a finger or whatever the case, you always have to have somebody physically cooking. It can be bigger than cookbooks and bigger than cooking classes and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. How do you get your recipes? Like, I remember... Um, <clears throat> maybe 2006-ish, a friend of mine uh, was the GM for the TGI Fridays on Camp Creek. And I let him taste this seafood chowder that my mom makes. And um, he wanted to put the, he wanted to create a licensing agreement to put that recipe or that, you know, on on the menu. At that time, my mom was like, no, that's, you know, it was somebody's recipe that, you know, that was in the yeah. family. And she's like, I don't want to sell it. I want to leave these recipes for you. I'm like, to do what? Cook them? <laughs> 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 like, is that all I'm going to get from this? You better make this deal. Long story short, she didn't make the deal. But it was then that I learned that that was even a thing. Mm-hmm. We think these restaurants have, like, chemists and food chemists and chefs mm-hmm. back in the back, off back in the kitchen somewhere creating these recipes. And while sometimes they do, as in individual markets, like you'll notice at um, like certain, uh, say Longhorns, in certain cities or certain states, they have a menu item that you, in Georgia, that you wouldn't find at the one in California. And this is what they're doing to get those things. So start thinking about how many places, how many restaurants can I get my recipes into and create a licensing agreement Unless cooking is just something you want to do forever, you wouldn't have to cook mm-hmm. another day in your life. So so what is the... Let me ask you. Say you were going to... Let's say, for instance, mm-hmm. that um, the lady with the donut shop, the restaurant, mm-hmm. right? She has it and you're about to have a meeting. Ideally, if you can structure the deal the way that you want to do it, what would that look like? Because I want, I want to get how... I want to understand, like, the perspective and what you're thinking. Uh, I'm thinking, me and my wife pretty much full ownership of it because the way her kitchen is structured. Ownership of what? uh, The entire restaurant. And if she does own the building, we would discuss like how would we get that. But if she doesn't doesn't own the building, is that a game? Is that a, is that a deal breaker? No. I would still want that space because she has this massive kitchen. You remember I told you about Mm -hmm. she makes donuts. Yes. She also can make chips. So I can have the restaurant and be manufacturing in that same kitchen. So is that, is that where you're going to make my chips? Yes. So that's why I really want that spot because it's big enough to do so much. Gotcha. And just to see how she's operating it with the donuts. And I'm like, you can throw some more stuff in here. You know what I mean? Like I told my kids, I'm going to create their own cereal. So we can do that in that same spot, doing the brunch restaurant. Gotcha. Donuts, manufacturing stuff. Let me find out we're going to be going to Union City for a a Beasley cereal (laughs) at brunch. For sure. sure. Yeah, the whole concept is... Let me get my snack, fruity Beasley. So so, so dig a little bit deeper. Okay, Mm -hmm. I would want full ownership. Okay. What are you prepared to propose to her? 
Uh, just to, first, we just want to get the insights of what does she own? Is she partnering with anybody? Stuff like that. Once we get that information, you know, if we'll talk about it. If she's not partnering with anybody, where do you, how we'll, do you see this conversation going? Um, asking her how will we be able to take over the restaurant mm-hmm. and everything, and see where she goes, <laughs> what information she gives, and then, like I said, my wife, she's big on research, like. She'll dig deep in everything to figure out how we can make it happen. So, and so if, they, if they're, I mean, go. I'm, I'm pretty sure it'll go well. She's excited about it. Like, like, like I said, she's tired. Yeah. <laughs> she really wants to be to be up in that place, and I love it. It's nice. So, and real it, quick, real mm-hmm. quick, if she does say, you know what, I'm out. I don't want to do it anymore. You have the restaurant. Mm-hmm. What do you do from there? Uh, ask her what's the numbers to maintain it. Mm-hmm. Ask her um, like how. What are your? What are you spending monthly to keep this place open? Uh, your revenue, and uh, like I said, I would have to figure those numbers out, discuss it with my wife, and just try to bring on yourself and just figure out how we can invest and okay. just make it happen. So, all that stuff checks out. Your next idea is to get an investor. Mm-hmm. What if you don't need an investor? Um, I think we do need an investor because the way it's a nice kitchen, but I want to add more to it mm-hmm. to, to accommodate the brunch side because the new menu I created is, is super dope. So, so you so need we, an investor for. To add more kitchen expansion. So what about marketing? Hold on, no, no, no. So hold on, hold on, because I, I want to, I want to see how he's thinking. Mm-hmm. We give you the money to invest and build out. What do you do now? First, that then we start marketing and branding, like that whole area. You got churches. You would do it like yourself, that. pretty much. Uh, no, understand we would try to put a team together, figure out how we can uh, market. Like I said, we never done it before, so we would just meet and see how we can market. Like I said, the people that came in, I was talking to everybody: young crowd, older people, white, black, Hispanic, everybody. Mm-hmm. And around that area, you got three massive churches, got schools, oh. you know, shopping centers. So I would, me, I'm a people person, so I don't mind getting out, walking around, talking to people. Mm-hmm. I would do that and just figure out how we put a, a marketing plan together. Um, free pancake Saturdays, just to get people in so they can see what we're doing. You know what I mean? Just start offering them stuff. Just do you, like, stop, say, do you stop catering? Uh, no, we, we provide mm-hmm. that, sir. We want to just keep, but it all be brunch. That's the next move. We're going to cater, like... I'm gonna show you to me. It's crazy, yeah, it's okay. but uh, right. but yeah, just the market because that's what I love. I'm giving yeah. people me brunch. That's what I love. So gotcha. we will market that. Just had to take donuts to the schools. You know yeah. what I mean? Just just get the people in there to see what we're doing. Just thinking about all the and cool then, stuff. Mm-hmm. Really you cool. know what I mean? Like the brunch restaurant is gonna have a uh, a cereal cart. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Free cereal for the kids. Look how he talks. Look at he's smiling. He's right. Like it's 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 man, listen, it's it's, it's I like the it's, it's excited. So yeah, it's it's. I don't know what they'll say, but it's going to be great. Good. It's going to be great. <laughs> okay. What say you, Donnie? I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening. I would definitely recommend that you actually write out all the questions that you have for her. Okay. And not go off memory, but actually write out and then somebody take notes. I would even put the voice recorder on just yeah, in case so you yeah. won't miss anything. But actually have written questions. So you have questions about her intention you have questions about the building, building in terms of what's the ownership. If there is no ownership, what's the rent amount? If this is Take rented. Oh, Beasley, you should be taking these notes. These are very, you have a meeting today. Oh, yeah. And I don't want you to blow it. <laughs> Donnie yeah. is giving you like the game right now. This is like, this is, this is <laughs> serious stuff. Oh, yeah. Look, I'll give you one thing that you, that will change the outcome of this meeting immediately. Calm down. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Not excited. So excited. Take, take all yeah, that excitement yeah. out your voice at a negotiation table. Poke her table. face yeah. like a mug, okay? okay? Because she's tired, but this still yeah. has to make sense for yeah, her. 
Most people, you know, when they're tired, they're ready to walk away in exchange for. That's when, you know, before you might not have been able to get them to sell or budge. Now I'm tired and I will sell. Um, But you want to go with notes. So there are different categories of answers that you'll need. Number one, the building, this location. What is your relationship to the location? Do you own it or are you leasing it? If you own it, at what price are you willing to sell it and how quickly are you willing to do that? If you're leasing it, then what's the agreement between you and and the landlord to where you can now sublease this? Whose name goes on the outside? Whose name goes on the outside? Um, Signage requirements and all those good things. So now we're we're understanding the building. Then we're getting into the business of it all. So what what are you in your mind? And this is what you ask. The way that you picture this, tell me just like what Dave just asked you. The way that you picture this, Miss X, Y, and Z, how do you see our business relationship working out? Are you looking for a partnership? Are you looking for a straight sale? Are you looking for a release of ownership, right? Um, and then you start asking questions about what kind of traffic comes by here. Like, how many? What, what's the car traffic like? Have you studied the numbers on that? What's the foot traffic like? Where are you getting the majority of your customers? Is it coming from the churches? Is it coming from the schools? Is it coming from the um, surrounding businesses? Do you have any advice on areas, you know, that I can market to in the area? You need to ask all those different questions so you can make sure it makes sense because having an amazing kitchen is just one piece of the puzzle. Being able to make that a profitable business is a second piece, you know, of the puzzle. Already you're in an area and how long have you been here? Then do you know anything about who was here before you? The businesses that are in this plaza, are they quick turn or have they been here for quite some time? That's really, really important because depending when you're in areas, um, we see restaurants in, in Union City and College Park. We see some very long standing ones, but we also see some that just don't stick around very long. So get your longevity potential and all of that stuff. Um, it's, it's more than a nice restaurant and good recipes, unfortunately, to make it work. Yeah, and this is not a business meeting. This is an interview. This okay. is an interview. You are interviewing her. Gotcha. You have other options, okay? I, you just got to kick all that excitement because I know B's going, man, man, you know look, what? We got the restaurant. Yo, we got the I'm saying you got two kitchens. Babe, Yo, we you can see this? You see this? Oh, you know what we need to do? Every Saturday, free pancakes. And you start giving her all the cereal on the sidewalk. And now <laughs> she's interviewing you Mm -hmm. to see if she wants you as a business partner, how much she can get from you. Go into it with the mindset of, I am qualifying you, Mm. not that I'm trying to save you. I'm qualifying you, right? Like this could be a great business relationship for us both. This could be a great business deal for us both. It doesn't have to be a relationship. It could just be a deal, right? But either way, I am qualifying you. I'm qualifying the area. I'm qualifying the establishment overall. It would be more helpful to give you more guided answers if I knew um, what it was because right now, and, and that's the other thing, right now you lack clarity on, is this a partnership? Is this an investment? Or is this a one and done? Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, you owe us brunch for this, brother. Oh, yeah. We help oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but thank, thank you so much, man. I appreciate that. Um, there, yo, there's so much that we're, I, uh, uh, that, that we get to experience and that we're learning about business. Um, and then, obviously, outside of what we just said, there's another level that you and I both haven't even, like, experienced mm-hmm. yet because there's, like, higher levels of business. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so to answer your question, for sure, we're just looking to invest. Mm. Someone said um, the other day, 
somebody somebody asked me, do I deal with a lot of sexism as a female? Because I'm often seen as the only woman in the room sometimes. Wait, explain sexism. They were asking, do I find it more difficult to be successful? Like, do I find that more men um, get opportunities faster than I do? Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I never really bought into that, even though I know that it exists. I just, I have always, since I was a little girl, like all my friends were boys and I've always been like the female in the room. And I never, because it started with me since I was little, I never really saw a big difference. Mm-hmm. But is there a difference? Absolutely. Absolutely. Women are treated much differently in business than men are treated. When you and I are together, it's always the attention is diverted to you. No. No, 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 no. It is. Absolutely It is. Beasley just did it. Beasley just did it. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. When we, we all met Beasley at the same time at Jeremy's house. Yes. I was the first one to hire Beasley outside of that event. I was the first one to hire Beasley. Beasley said, you guys, the guys have really helped me out. <laughs> but you don't understand. I put him at so, like events where there was mad people there. I have put, you got turned on to Beasley as a result of me. As a result of Jeremy. We <laughs> met at the same time. No, but, but you called me looking for chefs and I'm like, yo, you got to use Beasley. No, Beasley is the one. That is no, exactly. No, that's not what happened. That is all, exactly all at Jeremy's what house. happened. We heard I have the turned, story. I have turned Beasley on to so many people. You have turned Beasley on. The thing is, there is a difference. So. I gave him a, you got a platform. I gave him a nice little platform. You did, but it's that. Jeremy gave him the But anyway, he talks about all of us, No, 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 no. That's that's just what he does. He does, he does. I love Beasley. I use Beasley all the time. But there is a difference. Oh, on your call, when I was doing the mastermind Mm -hmm. call, and I was talking about how you reached the goal in July, but I still hadn't yet. Mm -hmm. A couple of people made a comment and said, because you're a woman and not one of the guys. Basically, essentially saying, it will be easier for you because you're a man than it is for me. You're going to get the recognition. You're going to get the bigger contracts. People are going to take you seriously. Nobody has ever come to me and directly asked me to invest in their business outside of me having a man present. I can see that. But when we're together, the attention 100% We ain't talking about attention. is diverted from me we're not, to you. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. First of all, that's not true. Are you but we're not serious? talking about attention. No, we, that's what you said. No, I'm talking about in business. I don't, we're not talking about attention. We are talking about the bigger plays, right? So in that instance, when that comment was made, it was about you having made seven figures. We both made the agreement at the same time that we would do it. Mm -hmm. You did it by July. Yeah. Something that the same result was going to take me the whole year to do, Mm -hmm. right? And we were talking about why that is the case. What were the differences when we essentially almost have the same audience, when we essentially have many of the same clients, when we've been doing the same work and then the work was different. We identified that the work was different. You took the podcast to a whole other level than what I was willing to do at that time, right? Yes. But I'm asking you, we're not saying that we agree Mm As Beasley was just talking to you and looking 90% at you as if I didn't give him a platform to. As he to. should, <laughs> as a married man. 
it so listen, Beasley was it a married man thing? Listen, if I listen, is it a married man if, thing? If, check this out. <laughs> and I, I do this all. I do this all the time. If I'm in a meeting with a man and a woman, my conversation is always going to be directed to the man. I don't even want the woman to think that I'm giving her all my attention. Beasley, because, have you ever felt that like you had to not give me attention because of your? Marital status? Oh no, no, my wife, my wife loves you, exactly. Honey. Uh, but That's I have been told that from other men, like. So when you were to... just talking here about the potential of investing in this, you only looked because at because I was asking him questions. I was, was I was I not <laughs> he asking, wasn't answering your questions ladies? to me? Was I asking Beasley questions? <laughs> no, I can't. Yes, but he wasn't answering. He was answering my questions to me. He wasn't answering your questions to me. I'm sorry. Was I asking Beasley questions? Yes. Okay. I mean, I thought I was looking at both, but you know. <laughs> were Beasley. Don't, yo, don't yeah. let her. And here's the thing. Don't, don't let her put you no, in that No, no, no. Seriously, but, I want to know though why. Why, when it came to talking about the potential of the money part, the investment part, it was just David. I asked the question. You weren't the only one who asked the question. I asked. You and then you turned around and looked at me and said, "Is this something that we can invest in?" I said, "Yeah, if it all makes sense." And then at the end of it, it still was, "I'm gonna get with you, bro." <laughs> no, he was. Are you? The reason I said now, that man. because we we've uh, see the reason about I said it. that was we've been talking about we, we have been forever. talking about it for a minute. That's why I said we haven't had that lunch meeting. Yo, to for like three weeks now. Yo, how long ago did we start talking about? Yo, we need to do a restaurant. Yeah, it's been months, months ago. Yeah, and everything, but I had nothing to do. With no, that. here's I'm, the thing. I can't. <laughs> we can sit down, busy. Don't don't let her put you in a position. Any female here's, chefs in Atlanta? Thing, thing. Any female chefs in Atlanta? Busy is fired. <laughs> See, you're, you're falling. In, you're taking the baby. Like, listen, I just got emotional, Beasley. I just want you to know. If anybody wants to know what it feels like to be emotional in business, it was just me because I'm looking like. Okay, I get it. I'm I'm the woman. Did I got I got way, money really? too. Well, it's, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. always a question, and it's it's always a fact. It, in that regard, I wasn't seen as an equal. Yes, Donnie has put me on. Yes, Donnie uses my services. But when it comes to the investment, it's David. I got money too. Okay. What? See, I, I can't. I can't. I can't. And I know more about the business side than this guy does. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, I can't, I can't speak to how you feel. You know what I mean? So, like, your feelings are one hundred percent valid. First um, of all, where'd you get that from? Therapy. Know. It sounds like a therapy. <laughs> <laughs> your feelings are valid. Um, feelings and are I just valid. don't know. Um, obviously, I'm not a woman, so I can't even like really. If you go back and look at some of our earlier interviews when we were interviewing people together, mm-hmm. the men. Always looked at you. Not all of them. Okay, I'm talking about on camera. <laughs> yeah, on camera. I, not all of them. Some of them gave some very flirty vibes that I'm like. I don't know about any of that. You don't. I bet you don't. I don't. But here's the thing. I I will say that yes, that happens. I can't speak to what happened because I'm not I'm not a woman. But I just know that your first statement where the attention is directed to me when I bring you around, that's 100% not. They almost forget that I exist. They forget that I brought her. And then it just becomes <laughs> all about Dottie. That's and, not true. Because when you get in a room, you show up, which is good. And obviously you have UI. So I, like people really, they're, they're attracted to that, an attractive woman that actually has something to say. It's almost like, like they haven't seen it before because they're only looking at women from one lens on a on a regular basis. Do you think it's that or why do you think there aren't more women in the room? Like that is something that I've been hearing. When I started my brand, it was women. I was, right. it was. Uh, Come on, why would you? 
Just make the sign, don't ring the bell. <laughs> Just take the bell off. Right. That was so, who is that? All right, go, go for it. Go for it. Yes, right in the middle. Yeah, just right ring the, the doorbell. No, just ring the doorbell. Just, just, go for it, go for it. Hey, y'all. Thanks for announcing yourselves. <laughs> no, but when I started my brand, um, the point of it was to be for women and about women and reminding women of who they were outside of being a girlfriend or a wife or a parent because we absorb so many outside environmental factors. But I ended up shifting and working with men and women because... In my experience, I won't say that this is true of every scenario, but in my experience, men show up differently than women. The work, the commitment, the focus, the determination, the getting it done. Mm -hmm. I was just like, I will never reach my goals financially, nor will I reach the the number of people that I want to help if I only stay boxed in and only work with women. I have an idea. Oh, wait. I have an idea real quick. What? Let me finish. Let's make this. Let's make this the part two. Let me let's finish make, my point. Na- let me finish my point. Finish your point. Oh yeah. <laughs> and now it becomes yeah. Men never let women yes. finish their point. Oh my god. Let me All talk, right. man. <laughs> okay, go for it. And so it. what I was gonna say next was that I really feel like this is an episode within itself. Yeah. That- Exactly what I just said. <laughs> oh my God. I was going to say All that right, I feel like it. this is an episode within itself. And Beasley, we are excited for you. We can't wait for you to have your name up in lights. If before 8 p.m. when this meeting happens, me and Dave like just happen to come up on another restaurant, I don't know what you're going to tell your girl, but. <laughs> and and just mark this, mark my words, okay? In the event that me and Donnie build a restaurant, it will be called Donnie and Dave. Okay, we'll put you. First. You putting the woman first? Absolutely, absolutely. You know what I mean? But look, man, can we? Can we? Let's let's we got we got to pay some bills. Let's let's continue this conversation next week. How about that? I like it. Let's continue this conversation. I like and it. And we're we're going straight in next week about this particular okay. topic. <laughs> about this particular topic. Okay, so let's pay some bills real quick. Okay, this episode is sponsored. But I got a new sponsorship. Mm. Okay. This episode is sponsored by the Podcasters Blueprint. Can you tell me the website of this uh, amazing website that helps people launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts? Do you know it, Joe? Because, like, people have been raving about it. People get the information and everything uh, uh, that it took to build a successful podcast has been put in it. I'm talking about all the ways you can monetize, how to become a great host, all the camera equipment, all the audio equipment, how to market, how to um, how to approach it, all the questions you need to ask before you even start a podcast, man. So uh, what is it, Joe? What's the website? You still ain't got it. That's what's up. Yo, Joe the be pod- mad slow. <laughs> Joe be mad slow. Let me, let me get our sponsor's uh, website. Yeah. Podcastersblueprint.com. Podcastersblueprint.com. How to make six figures per month with your own podcast. Sponsored by... Someone who actually makes six figures a month in the podcast. Okay. You can start right now. It has everything you need to know. All right. So actually, this is the website. It's a really cool website. Can I go so. through it? No, no, no. Just all the things, all the modules, like the videos. All the modules? Well, not modules, but so it kind of starts out with before you dive in, like really deciding if this is something you want to do and then how to get started the right way. Mm-hmm. The foundation is super important. So listen, just go to podcastblueprint.com. I don't know. Listen, try a promo code social proof. 
I don't know if it works, but try a promo code social proof. I'm gonna try to work something out to get, you know what I mean, a little something off. I don't know. Can okay, I don't yeah, by next week. Hopefully, by the time you see this. Joe, you type you putting this code back he there real care. quick. Okay. Yo, yeah, Joe. His, his, his account don't go under his account don't go under the certain number. And then it's just he hit that number where the account can't go below. And now yeah, he, yeah, yeah. his he posture used to be this. He used to be hungry. Now he'd be like He raised a zero. I ain't mad at that. So yes, go to podcastblueprint.com um and pick up the the program, man. Uh this guy, David Shands, put to get like really put that thing, laid it out. out. Okay, so I go to podcastblueprint.com. Also, the morning meetup, the morning meetup, the only organization that gathers every single day for the betterment of entrepreneurs. Okay, we are reading books together, we are uh, growing together, connecting with each other, um, having experiences together. Actually, when you're part of the morning meetup, you can come to every podcast recording that we do for the most part, unless it's a celebrity that don't want to buy it here. You can go to themorningmeetup.com, start your dollar trial. Danny <laughs> Wiggins. You know, some celebrities like, no, don't. Don't do what? Your mans, don't come. Not, don't, you know, some people don't want to have interviews with people. They don't want it to be public. Oh, they don't want the people to randomly ask them questions. I don't know what it'd be. But hey, listen, I, I get it. Yeah, I feel it. This episode is also brought to you by Six Figure EDU. Oh my God, the people are raving just like that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It is the community where I train and develop coaches from scratch, like literally from scratch, help you figure out what your idea is, how to monetize that, how to communicate the right message to the right audience. And um, teach you how to become a six-figure coach. I love it. And it's super dope. You can get more information about that to see if it's a good fit for you at sixfigureedu.com. That's S-I-X, figure, E-D-U.com. And this episode is also brought to you by Post to Pay. Mm. Oh, say, okay, say it again, say it again. This episode is also brought to you by Post to Pay. Hey! Y'all ain't going nuts hey! just like that. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Post to Pay. David, do you know what I've learned? Tell me. Entrepreneurs, no matter how talented they are, no matter how much information they have about their thing that they offer, they still get confused and overwhelmed about what to post about their business on social media. Really? Imagine that, right? You're really good at something, so you don't understand why you don't know what to say, but you just tense up. You don't know how to create content that connects and converts. That is so true. I created something. Did you? Post to pay. To fix that problem? Fix that problem. How? Tell me more. I will send you three text messages every single day, Jovan. This is true. Every single day? Yo, you don't be punching in on time. I know that. Three text messages every single day directly to your phone. Uh, content that helps you, literally, you don't have to think about a caption. All you got to do is have your picture ready to go, your flyer for your offer ready to go, or some cute little video ready to go. Mm. And I will tell you exactly what to post. Content that connects, educates, motivates, inspires, most importantly, converts. And wow. it's just $37 a month. That is amazing. Not a day. Oh my gosh. A month. A month. Do you know what that boils down to? What does that boil down like to? Like $1.23 a day. A dollar? 23 Interesting. A day. Wow. Y'all better come get these posts. Now. Anyway, that's what that's what we got. This is the episode. There it is. Listen, guys. Hopefully you guys gained something from this. And if you watch this whole thing, 
hit the subscribe button, okay? Don't just, don't just steal our information without hitting subscribe, That's okay? And if you want to sponsor, I'm still wearing... Oh, so this, this is my, my boy Sos. O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.